feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie. You lucky bitches. Hello, good morning. Play your horn, Neil. Play your horn. Uh, I haven't got my horn Play out. Horn. I can't do that here. Not now we're out of time because we've used all the time faffing about talking yeah. about the horn. Well, <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to the show. Do a leaper on KBO. I don't give a mm-mm to end up here for a second. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. What? It's, uh, it's, well, it's Neil and Debbie, and it? at this is endebs at kdo.co.com. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Neil, if I'm very honest, mm. can we do the disclaimer now? Yes. Neil and I haven't been to bed. No. With each no, other. No, no, never. No, we haven't. Never. We've had we've had about an hour's sleep, haven't we? Yeah, that's right, yeah. We've been, We you know, look... Uh, well, we look, look horrendous. I know, so do you. You look, you look the worst I've ever seen you. <laughs> do the show on your own, Neil. It's going to be a lonely three hours, isn't it? <laughs> I think Happy? I probably look worse, to be honest no, with you. No, no, no. No, oh. but we just... But basically, that's just a disclaimer in case we start yeah. to slur and slump. <laughs> Um, on Twitter, Neil, may I mm. please welcome a new listener to the fold? As always, welcome Diversity Creations oh, UK. Oh, wow. It's a new group, Neil, for the LGBTQ plus universe. And it's created to allow, it's created to allow creators, the imaginers and dreamers to showcase their work. Oh, <gasps> that sounds good. Oh, what can we go. showcase, Neil? Mm-hmm. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see what I'm doing to the camera? Oh, no, put that away. <laughs> yeah, they probably wouldn't like that, would they? Sorry. <laughs> Broken the internet with my left breast. Oh, uh, yeah, we've got a packed show today. We've no idea what's on it because all my show prep's on the floor. And um, Can I yeah. say one thing? Hi, yeah. this is Jackie Collins. Oh, <laughs> hi, this is Jackie Collins. Uh, have you heard about the latest from Jackie? <laughs> is this the biopic? It is, yes. Yeah. We must discuss. I have the trailer. Justin Bieber on Gadio. Neil and Debbie here. That's called Peaches. That's oh, attractive. That's oh, a classic. Uh, well, for the show, it's a busy. It's all going on here this morning at my place. We're doing our shows from our respective home studios. I've got um, my dad next door. He's he's on his just for fun stocks and shares Tadini Club, where they buy and share, buy and sell shares just for fun. And um, I think he's doing quite well so far. He's made a bit How of minted are you? No, it's not. It's not large sums of money. It's like with matchsticks. It's like you know gambling with matchsticks. It's that kind of thing you know isn't that something you have with um like meze i don't know isn't tahini something you have with meze i don't know tadini like that yeah that that sort of cucumber stuff lisa i think it sounds like an illusionist i think he's swinging neil Mm. i think he's swinging he's just using that as a guise He's, he's out there with his lights and i've got mary berry mary berry moist chocolate cake on the go here as well would you like some Mm. No, I've eat, I've actually. This is disgusting. Neil, I had off taramasalata for breakfast. I saw it in the in the fridge, and right. I thought that I, I'm sure that's fine. So I dipped a bit of whatever you call it, mm. pita bread in it, right. and I thought, oh, that's not fine. But not before I swallowed it. Oh no! Please don't and try I've this at a, home. Do try it at home and t- send us the pictures. <laughs> do try it. Eat off food. That's our message for this. Let's stop putting it in landfill. Eat off. Don't eat off food. We don't. can't be held responsible. Neil, there's so much on today's show. It's mm. been such a busy week. Right, yes. It's it's all gone back from zero to 60 before our very eyes. Mm. But can I start off uh, with a great thing that happened? And she didn't tell anyone she was doing it. Right. Who's got the sexiest voice in the world? Who's oh, got the sexiest voice? Uh, Jonah Lumley. Uh, uh, yeah. So... 
So Miley Cyrus, <laughs> Miley Cyrus, and she uh, did a, a sort of gig at the during the week for um, Pride, oh. right? I'm going to play you a bit of audio, and I want I want you to guess who is singing this. Go for now it. What am I supposed to do? Hello, mother. Just sit around and wait for you. Well, I can't do that. Oh. There's no turning back. You took on, Neil. Wow, somebody with a bit of life experience on there from the sounds of it. I can't tell you who, though. I mean, I give it away by saying Miley Cyrus. It's Miley Cyrus, Neil. It's Miley flipping Cyrus. (laughs) I give it away. What an idiot. (laughs) She put this out, she says, is it even a Pride special if you don't play Cher, question mark? Mm. The answer is no. Believe me, this show is going to be everything. And then she's put it up, uh, the link up, and it's Miley Cyrus next to her mother and then a whole load of Cher drag queens. Oh, brilliant. It's the, it is the happiest thing you'll see. Yeah. It's the ha- if you just go to Miley Cyrus's Twitter, you'll see it. Right. Oh, my God, she's magnificent. Is she done up, done up a Cher herself or... Uh... No, why would yeah. you do that, Neil? Yeah, why would you do that? Would you try and out? Would you try and out share a drag queen? Would you? No, you're yeah, right. Answer your own question there. <laughs> Nine p.m. till I come on Gadio. Neil and Debbie here. Oh, you've brought back a hob- horrible memory. I need to share with you in a minute, Neil. Oh. Pensioners yoga this week went X-rated. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It went X-rated. I was in a hall with about 20, 75-plus women, and it kicked right off <laughs> regarding that song. Right. I need a moment. I think we should have an amuse-bouche and go to your, your, your brilliant feature with news, Neil. The good, the bad, and the lovely. Get it? Got it? Good. Right, from the world of the world, some of the things that have been <laughs> taking place this week for the good, the bad, the ugly. I've got mainly good, actually. Uh, not uh, No bad, I think, this week, uh, just to save your ears. Firstly, football. <laughs> we love football on this show. And following last week's news that the Hungarian government passed a law banning LGBT plus content in schools or in TV shows for under-18s, basically a Section 28 kind of law. Supporters at the Euro 2020 match between Germany and Hungary on Wednesday defied the ban of the Munich um, arena, which were they had talked about lighting it up in rainbow colours yeah. by flooding the arena, uh, but um, that wasn't allowed to go ahead. So all the people that went to the match uh, had rainbow flags, lots of rainbow socks, masks, wigs, all for the TV audience to watch. There was even a pitch invasion from one fan waving a massive rainbow flag during the Hungarian national anthem. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I know it's football, but dot dot dot. That player, that person, mm. was it a guy that did that? I think so, yes. Uh, has balls of steel, mm. absolute balls of steel. And, I mean, it, re- it really went for it on the, right in front of all the players. Yeah, I, I felt very proud for him, and I thought, I hope he's going to be all right, because... Yeah, we, well, we, right. we, we Germany, stood up for us. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Uh, meanwhile, the European Commission is going to take action against Hungary over the planned new restrictions. On Tuesday, Germany, the Netherlands, Sweden, France, Ireland and other European countries condemned Hungary over the new law that uh, they're proposing. Swedish minister, or minister uh, described it as grotesque. <laughs> 
Quite right, too. Uh, <laughs> President Biden has praised the NFL star Carl Nassib and also soccer player Kumi Yokoyama for courage as they both came out as gay and transgender this week. Yokoyama says in the future they plan to live life as a man. And as for Nassib, uh, he's the first active NFL player to come out as gay. As far as he's concerned, it's business as usual. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And in that social media post, he also pledged £100,000 to the Trevor Project, which was a beautiful thing to do as well. We need to talk about that because did you see Billy King Jean? Billy Jean King. Billy Jean King. Yeah. Billy Jean! <laughs> did you see what she posted? No. In response to it? Oh, oh it was really good. The whole world, where it, I, 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 the response to that was fantastic. What a week, Neil. Mm, no wonder no. we're knackered. <laughs> we're knackered. Neil and Debbie here this Saturday morning. You can tweet us. At, this is Ndebs at Gadio. Our email, which is now working, so do please send us an email because I love getting them. Uh, Ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Thank you. But if you did send emails last week, I'm afraid they got uh, gobble gobbled. Uh, we don't know where they went. It's taken a week to sort out email. Yeah. Is this 1983? Is Tom trying to be our friend on just add friends or whatever it is? I don't know. We can't get an email. It's 2022. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Can I just... Uh, Neil, I, know, mm. I now know why I'm about to fall asleep. Right. What is it? I've had my jab. Oh, have I've you? I've got to tell you. Oh, congrats. Yes. Can I tell you about the experience mm. of going to the glamorous Aylesbury, um, what do you call it, inoculation centre? Right. What do you call it? Jab centre? Well, whatever you want to call it. What's it, it called? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you call it? Vaccination centre. COVID. Vaccination. COVID club? I don't know. What do you, what do you know? Where I got to get my COVID? Uh, no, where, no, what's going on? I have had the injection, so I'm not, I'm a bit tired. Jab of the heart. Yes. Oh, that's very good. That's too good. Or you just describing me because I put on weight from lockdown. It's very cool. Very mean. Very mean. And I tell you about this. This is yes. happening. It's a big anniversary. Uh, join Dean on Gadio this week, Monday, for a special broadcast to mark the day that changed LGBT plus life forever. We will hear <gasps> first-hand stories from people who were at the Stonewall riots 52 years ago. Can't believe 52 now. Uh, Dean sits down with LGBT plus rights activists Peter Tatchell, who, of course, wow. we spoke to in New York when we were there for the uh, 50th anniversary. Uh, we'll be crossing to New York City to hear from people marking this momentous day in history. It's happening on Monday from 7 right here on Gadio. That, that's going to be really good because I remember when we went over for the 50th anniversary mm. and we were actually outside Stonewall. We were actually outside the pub and it was, I mean, you think about it now and squillions of people. It, it, we wouldn't have been able to do that had it no, been this year. That's very true. Well, you can't. That's why they're doing it on the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's such, a, it's such a weird place, isn't it? You walk there and you think, I've heard so much about it. And it's just a it's not just a pub, but you go in there and it's just a pub. There's yeah. the bar. Yeah. There's the dancing area. Yeah. 
but it's steeped in such history. And if those walls could talk now, oh my goodness, <gasps> yeah, and the walls around them as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and also, do you remember that lovely guy we met who who had an umbrella? He was out. He was near Stonewall, and we interviewed him. And he, we must have got that clip. And he described beautifully what he's wearing. Oh, yes. I'm dressed from head to foot in peach. Mm. My umbrella. And he was yeah, so was much great, fun. Yeah. It's great character. It's one of my favourite ever places that we've been to together, Neil. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, New York City, I mean, you've, what's what's not to like about the Big Apple? Yeah. 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 Well, Trump. But he's gone now, oh. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've sullied it a bit. Where would you like? Now, where would you like me to be <laughs> no, the no, kiss? Please. The doja cat? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> It's uh, at this is Ndebs on Twitter at Gadio email. What's the email address, please, Neil? Ndebs N D E B Z at gadio.co.uk. Thank you. Very slovenly of me, Neil, but that's because I've had my jibbity jab jab this week, and it's sort of knocked me for six. Right. I've got three bits of breaking news oh. that are so momentous. We are gonna. Can you please play the date of breaking news? Yeah, baby. Breaking news number one, mm. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Has she been involved with some sort of court action case thing this week? Neil, I, I'll be honest with you. I was expecting a bit more than that. Right. What's happened to her this week is <laughs> huge. Yeah. Absolutely has she, has she been huge. From, I, I saw some No, uh, do you know what? I would stop there. Right. I would actually okay. stop there before you say anything. Right. Uh, it was featured... When Phil and Holly get serious right. on your bizzle, mm. you know it's serious. I've got the a, a clip from this morning all about Britney Spears. Neil, I had no idea about this. Mm. I mm. actually want to get on a plane and go over and uh, rescue her. Yeah. I'm fuming at, at this to do with the, the situation. The yeah, d- d- yeah. Again, please watch. Okay. <laughs> Second bit of news right, yes. is that Lady Gaga has become a professor and I've got one of her life lessons from her lecture Excellent. that she released this week third bit of news is going to break the universe and this doesn't need the breaking news jingle again okay uh, pay, it'll just be uh, enough of that yes match Madonna is now working with writer Erin Wilson Ellen, that'll earn me on a biopic <laughs> oh, oh my goodness Madonna is can I just repeat that Madonna is working on a biopic about her life wow which means biopic I know that yeah Tracy Emin is involved this went up on Madonna Licious in the week and so she's sat, sitting there writing the her screenplay yeah, yeah yeah who's going to play and there's so much to this we could do a whole show on this oh she'll who's play gonna herself play her? surely well I was thinking this and I thought who's going to play like, up and coming Madonna yeah, she's got Lourdes she probably had Lourdes for this very moment. Yeah. I want a child for so in twenty years' time. She can play me. Because yeah, because Lourdes looks exactly mm. like Madonna, mm. doesn't she? Mm. It's like Madonna it, do you not think they yeah, are? Yeah, she does. Yeah, well you can see the resemblance. It's a very strong yeah. one. Yeah. Wow. And what do you think it's gonna be? I know. I mean, this is the most exciting news. It's amazing news. Yeah. And I was thinking, what's the, what's she going to call it? Mm. You know, what would she? What, is she going to direct it? What's it going to be? Which years is it going to feature? I wonder if you can be in, can, is any chance you could be an extra in that yourself, want like a Madonna super fan going to a concert no. or something? No, no, no. I'm not even going to. Well, mention. What if Madonna rang you up and said, "Debbie, it's Madonna here. Neil, I'm a huge fan. I'm of a mine. little. I'm a, a. I'm a little girl." From Tunbridge, Wales. She does not know who I am. I've been to all of her concerts. I've paid more money 
than I bought this house for to go and see around the world. She does not know who I am, and I'm fine with that. Okay. Just leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> Move on, Neil. You've made this uncomfortable. It must be good news. <laughs> I got what you need. Neil, um, this is quite a serious one, which is, is very out of style for us, but it needs covering this week. Right. Uh, the Britney Spears story. Now, I know there's that documentary uh, about Britney, which I haven't seen yet. Apparently, it's fantastic, but awful to watch, mm. uh, as in what happens. Now, I kept seeing the hashtag Free Britney come up on my Twitter feed, and I was going on. And then the next day, I saw the clip of uh, Phil and Holly on this morning interviewing someone about the Britney Spears case in America. And this was something up. If you don't know any of this, this is what happened. This this is Phil and Holly on Wednesday's, sorry, Thursday show. Just a moment, we'll be discussing the day's top stories. First, though, it has been a dramatic night in the States as uh, Britney Spears has finally had her say in the row over whether she should remain in a legal conservatorship. Well, her claims include that she has been stopped from getting pregnant, forced to take medication and taken to therapy sessions against her will. Well, we're joined now by Nelson uh, Aspen, live from New York. Good morning, Hi, Nelson. Nelson. So well, let's start, first of all, by explaining, for anyone who hasn't been following this story, um, explaining the conservatorship. Good morning, guys. Yeah, a conservatorship means that uh, the court appoints someone to manage an incapacitated person's affairs, personal and professional affairs. And that's what Brittany has been under, this conservatorship. For the last 13 years, her father, Jamie, has been her designated conservator, and she's had enough. Uh, and she told the court uh, in, in some bombshell testimony yesterday uh, just exactly uh, how controlling he is. Uh, as you said, everything from birth control to medication, so heavily medicated, she claims, that she felt like she was drunk all the time. Uh, the control to the point of where uh, he dictated the choreography in her shows, who she could date, and even the color of her kitchen cabinetry. It's, I mean, I, did you have any idea that this was going on? I'm, I'm staggered. Well, wait till you hear this next bit. This is the next stage uh, when it goes to court. I think it's going to be in July. Have a listen to uh, Nelson. The next on. step will come uh, later in July, mid-July, when they'll have another hearing. But she says she doesn't want to have uh, an, an evaluation. She doesn't want to be evaluated anymore. She wants the conservatorship to end. And she made quite a good case for it. Of course, uh, her father is controlling a $60 million fortune. And somehow, over the course of these 13 years, she still managed to produce four albums, two of which went platinum. She did the long Las Vegas residency, generating nearly $140 million of revenue there. She was a judge on the X Factor, an American Idol. So this is a, a cash cow uh, her conservator wouldn't want it to end. And she claims it's not just her father, that there's a whole circle of people uh, taking control. She says, it's doing me way more harm than good. She says, quote, my dad and everyone else who played a key role in my conservatorship should be in jail. <gasps> Oh I, I know. I had absolutely no idea. No Neil, idea. we went to see those concerts mm. and, and all the stuff. It just shows you that someone's life, someone hugely famous like Britney, that you think, oh, she's got the dream. Mm. And behind the scenes, this is going on. I just, I mean, I, I'll be watching this following closely. I mean, there's only so much we can say about this, but my God, Britney. I know. I know. 
It's really shocking. I it's can't, absolutely it's, shocking. I'm just going to move on. I I'm actually f- a bit furious at this, but we've yeah, got to be, I'm really be careful angry, what but, we yeah, say. Exactly, I know. Sometimes it feels like it's never. Neil, um, you have to breathe very deeply for this. Right. Some things you can't unsee in life, can you? You right. can't unsee, and you just plain work it out has taken me back to a hideous memory in my life. I might need therapy for from Wednesday. It's pensioners yoga in my village. Right. Right. And I go along with Karina. Mm. Uh, We're not pensioners, uh, but it's the only sort of keep fit activity we have in our village. So beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) So you've got Jean, who's like 74. You've got Mary, who's hearing aid whistles on a regular basis. (laughs) Um, I think everyone went through the menopause in about 1915. There are obscenely tight leotards which shows things you don't want to see that's the important bit this is the important fact you need for this one right now ronnie who's our yoga teacher picks the music so she comes in she's like uh billy elliott julie uh, julie uh, andrews what's her name julie walters in billy elliott right everyone how is it jane how's how's your thyroid jane and she does this little warm-up and then she's right i've picked uh, this week's 80s for pauline she loves the 80s don't you pauline well, we started off with PWL and we started off with a bit of Kylie and that was all fine. Yeah. And then the opening bars of Frankie Goes to Hollywood comes on. Relax. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> so we had 20 pensioners right. and we were doing sort of hip thrusts to this. I don't know whether it was choreographed. So you know the bit when he goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sing it because it's just too horrible. Relax, like, don't so, do it. Don't do it. <laughs> When you want a sucker to it, it's a genius thrust. <laughs> Karina and I are on the stage, so we see everything. Relax. Oh, no. They're doing that. When you want to, and you know the rest, don't you? Oh, and I just, <laughs> Neil, I couldn't, I actually couldn't look. Yeah, it was no. so disgrace. It, it was, I know I shouldn't be doing that, but to see about 20, 70 plus women mm. doing a thrust right. to that. Yeah. Yeah, to Holly Johnson. <laughs> to Holly Johnson. But that bit, and you know when it goes, the word, so we'll yeah. replace that word with from. When you want a from. from. When it goes, huh. <laughs> 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 oh, please, can we play a song for an amusement? It's just too much. It's too much. It's Madonna, who's going to have her biopic out. We must discuss that. Oh, God. Madonna, Hollywood. Debbie here on Gadia. There'll be a huge sort of segment in that, won't there, when she went to Hollywood to make films for, um, um, you know, her career and her oh biopic. Oh, my God. Do you think she's going to fit this? This is the breaking news today. It's new on Debbie. At Sean Penn. And the whole, that whole oh bit is Sean Penn. Will they feature that scene? Yeah. Do you know the one that Prince wrote about? Oh, yeah. She breaks the glass. <laughs> he hits the vase. Mm. Something like that. I want, and the helicopter's over the gonna, wedding. Oh, my that? God. This, so this is news if you just turned on Gadio. Madonna has posted sitting with my favourite writer, Erin Wilson, and it, it, it's called Nothing Touches But Our Souls. She's played, she's actually spelt nothing wrong. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to mark her down with that. Nothing Touches But Our Souls. And she's writing the screenplay of her biopic with Tracy Emin and Erin Wilson. Tracy oh my God, do you think it's going to be... What do you think it's going to be... Um, sort of real life footage that because she's got tons obviously from Mm. all the tours Mm. because she films everything or do you think it's going to be like her with actors playing these people so who's going to play Sean Penn who's got a massive nose (laughs) my uncle could play that who's going to play Guy Ritchie yeah who's going to play Guy Ritchie she might get someone really sort of 
horrible to play, won't she? Well, you would, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want your ex looking good. No. And no. how? What's she going to feed? What what storylines going to feature? There's so much to choose from, isn't there? Oh my god. I mean, oh how do you god. edit your own life to make it into a 90 minute film? That's that's tricky, particularly when you're Madonna. She won't be love it's not going to be 90 minutes this is madonna it'll be probably about four weeks and she go yeah and is there a problem no thank you <laughs> on twitter neil at this is endeds at dave oh god oh I feel gippy I feel a bit gippy at this is endeds this is from glenn who tweeted last week re vis-a-vis the news about diana ross the boss who's back with a new single and i think it's called thank you thank you for being my fans thank you for everything Thank you for my life. And Glenn says, yes, thanks. He says, thanks, guys. Glenn, 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 Glenn. Thanks. And Neil and Debbie, I'll put that there. Amazing return from Miss Ross. Good things to come from our lady legend, La Ross. And we've basically said we need uh, some sour shots and some hooch to celebrate. <laughs> so, I mean, Ken knows. He knows how to do it in style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we add Lambrini and we're there, aren't yeah. we? We're there. And Party some, all the and way, some, eh? Yeah, and some cheesy watsits. <laughs> it's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the most popular feature on radio this is freedom of choice uh, debbie once again will get three classic tracks just the clips from those tracks and she'll have half an hour to decide which one of those only one we can play in full at the end of the anthems hour on gadio how about that hey brilliant yeah i'm ready now I'm last ready. week uh the topic of Catherine ellis came up at this very time and well it seemed only right and appropriate that we should have three to choose from from the diva herself diva, yeah uh, first up uh, would you fancy this freemasons with Catherine ellis when you touch me the minute Freemasons with Catherine Ellis on that one, uh, When You Touch Me. Gadio here with our Freedom of Choice tracks once again this week. Next up, this is, uh, well, this is one of her, I would say, one of her diva classics. Uh, with Rough Drivers. No! Ariola! Rough Drivers with Ariola, a.k.a. Catherine Ellis, and, uh, you know, that one. So that's, you could have that one, but you can only have, and I think this is the other track that did come up in in conversation last week. Do you fancy hearing with Emmanuel and McCall, McCall, gotta get through. This one, definitely. Ellis, Emmanuel and McCall, got to get through. Obviously, there's no way at this stage can you give any indication as to which of those clips you want to hear the full track at the end of the Anthems Hour. Okay. No, I've got it. I've got it, Neil. Thank you. Right. I think it's uh, glaringly obvious to yeah. all involved which one. In <laughs> fact, you could play all three. And if you no, want to tell now. Catherine that... Well, if you want to tell Catherine oh, you only want to play one of her three tracks, good, point, yeah. good luck to you, and I hope you've done your will. Good luck. Avicii, of course, with Lila Debbie playing Gabriel's anthems on the way. Stardust music sounds better with you. Oh, God. Boring. 
This is my favourite bed, Neil. So you just see the clown just on the bike. <laughs> and Jamie. throwing the bucket of water, which is glitter. It's, it's glitter, it's not water, you fool. On, on Twitter, mm. Neil, yes. at This Is Endeps. Why have you stopped that there? Still there. Right. No. Oh, it's so pleasing on my ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Endeps. I call them that. <laughs> at this is Endeps. Ear holes, by the way. Or did I? At this is Endeps at KDO. This is from Paul Rogers. Oh yes, aka Funky London P. Last week uh, he said, "Epic show!" Two exclamation marks, which is mofo serious. He says, "Epic <laughs> pigeons having it off, banter galore, and hashtag the wonder from down under, Lisa." Loving it all in capital letters, and then not one, not two, but three kissy face emojis with kisses all over them. Brilliant. Now, Paul, we have actually messaged Lisa because I know she's out for coffee. Right, you for coffee? It's one of her friends uh, oh. this morning, Danny. Are we going to so be I've getting? Messaged... A, is she filing a report or not? Do we know? Well, I've asked her. I said, yeah. "Can we please have an update? Your public want you, mm. aka yeah. Paul." Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not get a big headed. So, <laughs> it, it, so hopefully, we will hear from her by the end of the show. Right. But she's her own woman, Neil. Yeah. You know, it's I like know. trying to control Madonna. You, really? you can't. You can't. And why would you want to? Why would you want to? <laughs> You can tweet the show at this is Endebs at Gadio and do please use our now working email address oh, endebs at gadio.co.uk. And start this week's message off with how much you need us out of a scale of one naught to one hundred percent. Let's do that, Neil. And we'll reply back, honestly, won't we? How much do you need me, Neil? Oh, one hundred percent. Correct answer. Oh, Correct answer. I'm not even gonna And Beth Ditto back. Oh, right. okay. Neil, Neil, you complete me. Is it raining? I hadn't noticed. Um, too much. So, Neil, this week, yes. something creative, something as weird has happened to the universe. I went for my second, uh, my inoculation, what do you call it? Jab. Jab, yeah. I bought my jab. jab forward and it was so strange. I went in there and I, I was I was actually quite emotional, Neil. And the woman who, in Rejected me. Right. It was she was like Viola. Is it Viola Willis? Viola. She's a brilliant actress. Viola, someone. Like Viola. No. I don't know. Who you're talking about. Viola I don't know. Wills anyway, she. Yeah, it might be her. Uh-huh. And she was so gentle with me that right. I thought I'm in love with you, and I didn't want to leave the little cat, little sort of inoculation centre. Right. And I said, I don't know what possessed me. At the end of it, I went, God bless. And then I just left them. I've never said that in my life. It's happened to me. But anyway, on my way home, I started to think, oh, my God, during lockdown, I loved it because we went from fifth gear to second gear overnight. Mm. And I loved the pace of life of slowing down. Did you? Did yes, you enjoy it's been, that? Uh, really good. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. But in the last week, it's gone back up to fifth gear with a vengeance. I know, it has, hasn't it? Have you noticed? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I said this to Karina in the week. I said, I don't like how we've just gone suddenly back into full throttle. Everyone's yeah. looking knackered. It's yeah. not good for us. You know, can we please just go a little bit slower? Mm. And this is so weird because Lady Gaga is obviously feeling the same. She's done, uh, she's become Professor Gaga and she's done this series. Uh, she's in conversation with Professor Dr. King. Professor Gaga, I love Yeah, that. no, Professor, she's done a speech. She's done right. a lecture Brilliant. with Dr. King, this place called Bernice King. Uh, and it's, it's about the power of unlearning. So it's really quite cerebral. And this is what Gaga says in part of the lecture. I asked the people around me that were white, that were in my family, what are the ways that we can slow down so that we can see the world? 
What are the ways that we can unlearn this speed, unlearn this need to faster, number one, competition all the time, and sit back and look at the complex, important problems around us and come together in love. Okay. So she's feeling it too. I just, did, did, I think was, there just a, was there an answer to that question that she asked? Did we get the answer? Yes, Neil, and it's on The Power of Unlearning, which is available now on Twitter. It actually is. She's put the whole lecture up. Oh my but goodness. can we just make a promise to ourselves? Mm. Can we not go back to fifth gear? Because it's not a good place to be mentally or physically. No, is you're it? right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't want to get too hippie about it. No. But can we please go? I mean, maximum third gear. Okay. All right. Right. Third gear. Take care of yourself and each other. What about I don't if we know go down a hill? I don't want to break my gears. You've ruined my analogy now, so that's peed on my chips. Elton is back as you were talking. Everybody going back in, getting, getting, getting back into fifth gear. Uh, Elton yeah. has announced uh, this is the. You know he's have a, like a, literally a seven-decade career in the music industry. He's going to do the final bit of his farewell tour, which is coming up uh, in the course of the next twelve months or so. And he made a little announcement. This is the uh, farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, which he's doing. He's going to go to the states. He's. Gonna, I think he's playing some of his like fa- the favorite places to play, like the Dodgers Stadium in in. in America with that famous photo of him on the piano with the Dodgers he's outfit. Working. He's working too hard. I thought he'd done this already. You know what he needs to do? Mm. Everyone just needs to, to step back and go, where would I love to play? Mm. And do you know where I'd love to see him play? Where? Chariots. <laughs> I'd love to see Elton <laughs> with a piano next to a sauna going, hello dear. Oh, look at her. <laughs> I want to say, I want him to have yeah. fun. Elton at the hoist. Could you imagine? <gasps> Oh my God! <laughs> I, you, oh, you go through there and then swinging on that horse as I'm going. Goodbye. <laughs> no. Do you want to hear his announcement? Yes. This of is I Elton do. from this week. Hello, all you wonderful fans out there. I'm coming to you today with an announcement oh. that I've been working towards for well, all my life. I'm going to go out in the biggest possible way, performing at my very best with the most spectacular production I've ever had playing in places that have meant so much to me throughout my career. I can't wait to see you all on the road one last time. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you in your town. I can't in believe that that's going to be it yeah. once he's done. Can everyone please tweet Elton, mm. please, can you play the hoist? <laughs> he would be, I'm sorry, that would be a sellout. <laughs> uh, hands up, he wants to see that. Yeah, hands up now. Yeah, hands up. Thank Where's you. It's a slightly inappropriate thing to say. <laughs> Earlier on, I played Debbie three classic Catherine Ellis, the diva, uh, clips <laughs> on the show, and uh, you can only hear one in full, one of those tracks. Uh, there's three some caucus there. <laughs> number three, three. Yeah. it's clearly, clearly number three. And also, Neil, this reminds me of our early days when we worked on the first place before we got fired from there. Mm. And uh, I remember hearing this for the first song, I'd never heard anything like it in my life. Right. And it, it is, it's Catherine Ellis in it sums her up so well doesn't it it does yeah with Emmanuel yeah. and McCall, McCall and Jamesy I think on this as well it's cool. no one cares about them Neil it's all about Catherine Ellis <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's about cool. no no one cares about them <laughs> no, no it's all about Catherine thank it's you talk to my agents can I take you back a few years when we pitched up to one of the poshest hotels in the centre of London to interview the one and only Hi, this is Jackie Collins, the legendary, legendary, brilliant author and, I mean, just 
Well, she was a superstar, wasn't she? she was yeah, she... Glam. She brought so much glam mm. uh, to everything that she did. And also, Neil, that was, that was our first of three meetings with her. And mm. was that the one where we turned up and I wore... You wore the stud. That's no, right. you wore... Um, I was the bitch. You were the stud. You were the bitch. And I wore the stud. <laughs> Named we'll after one of her books. Mm. We'll have to share that photo, actually, because it's brilliant. And she, we walked in the room and she went, oh, my God. And it was a great icebreaker. She was and brilliant. She sat, she sat right next to She was so... Warm and she was almost a little bit flirty, wasn't she? She was She'd a go, little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Hi, Neil. And oh, Debbie, that's such a good. You know, she just knows how to. She was just a delightful person. I don't like saying was. She no, is a delightful she's star. You're right. She's star quality. The book, uh, obviously, she's written so many. Half a bit. Was it half a billion books she sold during her lifetime? Something ridiculous. Probably. An incredible number. Anyway, there's a new documentary out, which is getting a big screening. I think sometime in July, where <laughs> the entire uh, Collins family, including sister Joan, Joan, Joan! Are going to be there. Oh. Uh, this is called Lady Boss. It takes us on. It says here an immersive journey through the trailblazing, trailblazing life of Jackie Collins, uh, and. It, it's, it talks about the fact that she created this persona that we saw in public, which was a real mm. strong woman. But actually, there was quite a fragile person underneath. That's what they're sort of mm. hinting at, some of, the, some of the backstory to what went on in her own personal life, which we didn't really get to know anything about, but found well, its way I'm- into some of her stories. Aren't we all love? Isn't that even you described absolutely everyone minus Trump and dictators? <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, you're right, yeah. you've described everybody uh, in the world. There, we we try to hide ourselves and protect ourselves. And we, we, oh, we put on a now, sort of hard shell, don't we? To we go do out put the hard world. shell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. Can we make a collective agreement to all go and see this? Maybe yes. we could have a gaydio outing, as in with you, mm. you, you, Neil, but also you. Uh, so we can go and see it because I think we should be definitely well, supporting this. I think this. what they're doing is they're doing it's going on general release. I think they're doing a screening which is also going to go live. You know how they do it across different cinemas. <laughs> oh yes, and there'll be a Q and A. Q&A afterwards, yeah, with one of the directors oh, or something. The, I've got a bit of the trailer here, and it is very revealing. This is uh, Jackie Collins, Lady Boss. He pressed his hands into the small of her back. <laughs> he stared into her eyes so deep and full of secrets. Who was she? One of the most successful authors in publishing history. One of the best-selling authors in the world. The world's most prolific writer of romantic fiction. Jackie Collins. She's putting female sexuality at the center of the world. Girls can do anything. Girls can do anything. That was her motto. As much as she was saying that to everybody else. She was consistently saying it to herself. What she wrote and who she was are two different things. She had power. She had control. She had everything she'd always wanted. She was Jackie Cummins. And she was the boss. Oh, my God. Girls, when they leave school, should be taught that in life they can do anything. That was her all over, wasn't it? That message at the right. end. Brilliant. We need to... What date is this going out, Neil? Because we all need to watch this and discuss the following week. I think, uh, according to the thing I saw on YouTube, Thursday the 1st of July... Uh, there's that's a, fine, that's a, all a we need. from Mayfair, Mayfair or something. It's all yeah, exciting. that's that's all we need. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will, we'll... I'll raise a massive glass to Jackie as well, because yeah. she's one in a million. Yeah. And she had beautiful balls. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie... You lucky bitches. Neil, something wonderful happened in the week. I got a text completely out the blue. And it read like this. 
Hi. Thank you, Neil. It reads like this. Um, dot, dot, dot. Guess who's self-isolating in a hotel in Soho this week? Question mark. I arrived from LA last night and stuck in a room for the week. I just turned on the radio and I'm pretty sure I recognised your voice. So I googled and I found you. Uh, this is fabulous and it's love from Rob. Two kisses. Do you know who Rob is from my past? No? Oh, is Rob from the RuPaul show? Yeah, Rob is producer for RuPaul's Drag Race USA. He's also in the UK and I'm meeting up with him after this show. Right. And we haven't seen each other for probably about 15, probably about 15 years. Oh, wow. Right. And I am so excited. The stories that we told, Rob and I, were the, we were sort of thick as thieves at, at sixth form. Mm. And both of us are gay. Right. And both of us didn't know we were gay no. at the time. No. And I remember, this is the guy who I went up to, uh, we went. We had to go on a school trip to see, oh, God, lay flipping Miz, <laughs> right? And we both sat there, bored out of our nuts, going, should we bunk off? Right. So we we skipped out of lay Miz, thank God. Did you go to heaven? And, this when you went to heaven. Yeah. <gasps> our first, both of our first ever trips, and we were, I think we were 16, 16 or 17, one of those, and we walked into heaven like, yeah, hi, <laughs> and men with their tops off and all this. Mm. And then the first person I'd ever seen was this guy with an umbrella, I mean, full suit, umbrella in the air, and he was holding on to a pup on four, on, on all fours with a leash. Right. And I thought, this is so much better than a boring miss. <laughs> and we spent the whole night there, and that became the first time we ever went to a gay club. Wow. And it was it just um, sort of like, you know when you have things that just fall off your eyes and you go, oh, yes. this is what I've been missing all my time. Yes, yes. We stayed there till closing, dancing our bits off. <laughs> he got served at the bar because they wouldn't serve a woman. Right. Oh. You no, know, yeah, oh, they wouldn't serve a woman. Different times then, wasn't it, eh? I was the only woman in there. I was the only. I was looking everywhere. I was the only woman in there. Oh my goodness! I know. But Rob, if I can very quickly say, mm. he's going to. We're going to catch up. So I'll have some brilliant stories for you uh, next week. Who's the lead act actress? She's won an Oscar. Octavia. Octavia. She was in the Help. She won the Oscar. Oh right. Yes. He's friends with her. No. His boyfriend is a, a, a dance a actor on Broadway. Right. Guess who he went on tour with? Oh God. Brittany and Pink. Always I mean, some stories to tell, isn't he? Stories. I think we need to get him on the phone for next yeah, week's show. I think so too. I oh mean, it's made goodness. our lives look incredibly dull, isn't it? <laughs> dull! <laughs> we are broadcasting from our homes. I'm in Oxfordshire and Neil is in his castle in uh, St Albans. Mm. At this is Endebs at Gadio, email endebs at gadio.co.uk. We're going to need a new feature, Neil. Right. We're going to need a bigger ship. And I think we should call this one the... Oh, how lovely. And just leave it at that. Mm. I've got four things to celebrate this week, which oh, are superb. Brilliant. Firstly, It's a Sin has won yet another award at the Monte Carlo TV Festival. Oh, well done. It's won Breast, breast Drama. Careful. <laughs> breast Drama <laughs> and Best Actress for Lydia. The, the one who the actress that played Lydia West oh how lovely mm. secondly our favourite drag queen Legato Chocolat oh. turned 39 this week 39 years yes no 39 really years. Wow. 
and I was poking my nose in because you know I'm obsessed with Legato after we saw uh, the performance at Lovebox yes yeah and you, you and I just heard this it's been seven hours and fifteen days we were drawn and to the stage so- weren't we Perhaps only we we turned on a heel and ran. And Legato Chocolat, who is operatically trained, so you saw Legato in this fabulous dress and this massive beard belt out 50 shades of Sinead. And it was so deep. People in Australia going, we're trying to sleep here. You just woken the whole country up with your voice. So happy birthday, Legato. And also congratulations. Legato is starring in a brand new exhibition at the Victorian Albert Museum and it's at their lakes, which means you can drink alcohol. <laughs> and it's called Neil Echoes. Lovely. Echoes, yeah. And my last one is congratulations to Hedwig and the Angry Inch, the very famous uh, LGBTQ musical, which gave us this. How many times do I have to tell you? You don't put a bra in a dryer! It warps! <laughs> oh, no, you missed that. Oh, I haven't finished, actually. Oh, sorry. I've started It's 20 years old today. It's celebrating its Not birthday. Not 20. And also, don't forget... Oh, oh boys. I'm actually not speaking to you because you did actually cut me off in the middle <laughs> of the... Mm, lovely. I only did two of the four. Right. I still can't get over 20 years since Hedwig first debuted. That's amazing. Well, the great thing is the Prince Charles Theatre in London is... Uh, they're replaying it as his 20th anniversary present to the world. Brilliant. So you can go and see it again at the Prince Charles Theatre. Fantastic. That's great. I don't think you meant that. And also, I don't know, it's from the heart. And can we say congratulations? And please, we have re- we posted the link. Mm. Paul Burston has been nominated for an award oh, for his... Oh, lovely. The, for the British Podcast Awards for the Polari Podcast. So please, can we vote for him? Mm. The link is in at This Is Endebs right. on Twitter. And please vote. Don't worry about the other things. Just vote for, for Paul to win because we love, it's our dear, dear friend. Mm. And he deserves it, doesn't he? He's been... Absolutely. He works. He works hard for the money. Ma, 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 ma. Well, that's sort of an underwhelming end on that feature. <laughs> well, it? that was Do you want me to say? moment of the show. It, it was. Can I also read out a very quick tweet from mm. Claire the Giraffe? So Claire the Giraffe, uh, it was always great to hear from you, Claire. Right. And, I, and I just had to wonder this week, she was enjoying the show and she said, uh, she, I said, Claire, why are you called the Giraffe? Mm. And she says, I'm six foot four. Oh, oh, tall lady. She says, when I volunteer, because she volunteers, mm. uh, we have two other Claire's. So when I went from Claire green to claire i went from claire green to claire giraffe and she's put a photo up and god claire everyone's just like clapping your legs claire you're i mean you're taller than jodie harsh i'm five foot four neil i come up to there on her oh no Oh, no, come on. <laughs> Don't grow up, no. actually, Neil. Oh, my God, Neil, you know, earlier I talked about uh, going to my first gay club with my beautiful friend Rob, who I'm meeting up for brunch after this. Yes. I didn't ask you, what was your first gay club? Because we were talking about Stonewall. Oh. What was the first gay club you were? I don't even know the answer to this. I can't and, remember and what how old were you? Uh, I was about 19, maybe, something like that, right. 19, 20. And the, the, it was uh, <laughs> it was a... It was a, a a monthly club night in Luton, oh. and I oh, can't even God. remember what it was called. Um, was it called Rumours? Was no, it called Rumours? No, there was a bar in Luton called Shirley's Temple, where oh, everybody God. went, and then there was this, yeah. m- m- I think it was a monthly <laughs> club night, 
and yeah. that was quite an experience. Yeah. When you when you walked in there, did you Everybody feel? Stared. Yeah, because you would have been quite young. Like, and I thought, oh my god, everybody's going to find out. My family going to find out I'm gay because obviously I was completely yeah. closeted. Of course, yeah. nobody cared. But you know. So when you first went in there, Neil, did you were you sort of excited or horrified by what you saw? No, I, do you know what I was? I was I felt quite liberated because I thought, oh yeah. my god, here's my tribe. Right. It was that yeah, I found people. my tribe moment. It was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Did you did you t- did you do anything? Was it uh, what happened? Did anything? I met my first boyfriend there actually. Far out, Brussels mm. sprout. Yeah, yeah. Did he come up to you or did you come? This is amazing. We need to talk I, about this on the podcast. Extra uh, things. I think he. I, uh, yes, he, I just yeah. I we just kind of hit it off. It Maybe, was a very short-lived thing, but he was oh, the first so this person is, this... I had to spend the night with. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, I think we should talk about this on the podcast Extra Bits because I've, I've, re- I've forgotten we're on the radio and we're just having a conversation over, over a cup of tea. We've got Poo on the way next, oh, which yeah. is a celebration of one of our favourite musicals that is coming back to the West End. Now we're allowed to go and have fun again. <laughs> Guess what it is? Guess what it is? Is it hairspray? Guess what it is? No, it's not hairspray, actually. Oh, OK. What is it? It's a tease, Neil. That's the uh, point. I don't want to give away the answer. No. All right. All right. So that's a, that, a natural out for the song. Oh, okay, here's right. a song. Okay, well done. We've been doing this years, you know. <laughs> Still no better. <laughs> One of the uh, beautiful moments this week on TV, on it's now on HP <gasps> Sesame Street, longest-running uh, children's TV programme, and they've introduced a young girl with her gay dads. Uh, they made their first appearance this week. They're Dave and Frank. The daughter is Mia. Uh, Big Bird was there to welcome them in. Yeah, they were celebrating, it it's Pride Month, of course, and they were celebrating LGBT visibility on the show, which is, is pretty momentous. It doesn't surprise me at all. I, I'm actually quite surprised they haven't done this before because mm. Sesame Street are way ahead of everything. Yeah. Way ahead. Yeah. I can see it in your eyes, Neil. You've clipped this up, haven't oh, you? I Come have. on. Come on. Here we go. Everybody, everybody, I want you to meet my brother Dave, Hi. his husband Frank, Hi. and my sobrina Mia, my Hi. niece. Hi, Mia. Daddy, Daddy, Sesame Street is even more amazing than he said. <laughs> We're glad you like it. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're all here. Are you kidding? We wouldn't have missed Family Day for anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So beautiful. Like I said, I love that. Doesn't surprise me. Mm. You know that Trump tried to get that ban, don't you? He tried to ban Sesame what? Street, and there was yeah, there was a, a petition to stop him doing so. And I'm glad they won. And that yeah. orange thing is in the trash can with Oscar. <laughs> yeah, get stuff. Beautiful, Neil. It's at this is Ndebs at Gadio on Twitter. Uh, email is working now, so you know. I mean, it's the end of the show now. I don't know why I give that out. It's right at the right at the end. But, Neil, I have got some beautiful news to end on with a bit of poo. And we like to end on poo because why? It's positive. Positive. Optimistic. Optimistic. Outlook. Outlook. There we are. There we are. Oh, how are we? There we are, Jinx. There we are, Jinx. See, if I said to you, 
Beyond for you. Welcome. Cabaret. Yeah. Do you know what's coming back to the West? Well, clearly oh, it's Cabaret. Really? Cabaret's coming back to the West End. Oh, uh, did you see it when Will Young was in it? No, I didn't. I know you did, though. He was PSML yeah. funny in it. I saw him in London and I saw him in Tumbridge Wells, two very different audiences. And some in Tumbridge Wells didn't get the jokes quite as much. It's just a row of like four of us, 4K people going, <laughs> and everyone else was saying, Do you understand? Margaret, do you understand what they just said? Cabaret now, but Will Young was genius in it, absolutely genius in it. It's now Eddie Redmayne playing the part of Rita. Oh, oh, I know. And Jesse Buckley. Yeah, it's the MC. Welcome. <laughs> and Jesse Buckley is going to play Sally Bowles. Oh, that's amazing. Great casting. Isn't it? I don't know who Jesse Buckley is. Right. Do you? No, but I know Eddie Redmayne. I think he's perfect for yes. it. Yes. So I'm going to Google Jesse Buckley. Mm. But it's a little celebration. Let's delve back into Liza with a Z and experience this and just absorb this. And good luck to all of the cast and theatre crew it's opening in November in London and uh, we have to go to this I think it's one of the it's what it's really deep isn't it and it explores things way above well, I'm getting deep in art I'm getting a bit you know, here's the clip give you that international sensation Fräulein Sally Balls oh I love it come on dance I can see you What good is sitting alone in your room? Come hear the music play. Life is a cabaret old yeah. chum. <laughs> it's only a cabaret old chum. And I love Ooh. a cabaret. High kick. Brilliant. Come on, Neil. High kick, high kick. Brilliant. I love it. <sighs> Neil and Debbie here. Uh, that's just about it for this week's show. Oh. Can't believe it. Uh, we have some incoming, though, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Australian Lisa has just WhatsApped a message in. I don't know what it says. You've got it there, Neil. So we'll end on the hashtag wonder from down under. Debbie, I'm busy. What are you and Neil asking me to do? I have a life, you know. <laughs> don't mind us. It's meant to be the gay news. Oh, it's meant to be an update from Australian Lisa. Unbelievable. I oh, think gosh, she's you fired. need to have words. Yeah, exactly. She's fired. She's off the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not. We love fear in our voice. Well, we? that's we'll us see done. you next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From, Take from care. Ten. Mm-hmm. Right. Extra, extra. Tweet all about it. Oh my God, we're late. We're late for a very important podcast date. Neil, we're recording this a month in the next month. What? This is our podcast extra bits for the the podcast that we recorded in June. Oh, we're now in we're July. Doing that one, are we? Yes, I know. Yes. We're doing that one. <laughs> we're doing that we're one first. Not, not, you sound like we're in a fast food restaurant. Can we have the order, please? <laughs> you sound like you can't be asked. These no, no, we're no. very behind. We're very behind this this week, and we do apologise for the lateness and slackity. Well, that's a good word, isn't it? Slackity is good, yeah. Slackity slack of mm. the podcast mm-hmm. popping them up this week, but uh, that's life at the moment, isn't it? It's gone back to fifth gear, and I don't like it at all. We've talked about this in the show. I do not like the pace of life as it's gone back to just poop. Yeah. 
It is scary, isn't Not it? Because I, I, I want, don't like I want, it. I don't. Want, I want it to what? be different. What come? What we come back with? I want it to be different. Yeah. Better. We've just turned into worker bees mm. again, and we've just gone 100 miles an hour, and I really don't like it. No, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not acceptable. All right. So that's all the time. I'm sorry, it's very busy. It's all the time I've got time for the podcast. <laughs> it's not. I'm just going to put that on over here. Just going yeah. over into the corner now. Now, we are actually recording this, uh, yes, as you mentioned there, um, a week later. Later, yeah. Um, and last week we talked about a week, weren't we? But we didn't, yeah, uh, we didn't hook up. Didn't have time, love. Very busy people, very busy girls. <laughs> we are actually, we are. Um, Reefies, we, we, we promised we'd talk about this. We talked about going to our first gay club uh, on in in the show. And I said, oh, well, let's talk, let's talk more about this. Because you said you met your first boyfriend yes. at, a club, at the club. So can you go into more detail? Because it's really interesting that, well, uh, you know, your first, first, was it your first gay experience as well? Um, no. Uh, no, no, it wasn't my first, no, not that kind of encounter, no. But it was my first time going to, as I said to you, you know, an experience where you walk in and there's lots of other like-minded people and they're all there to have a great time. Homosexuals. Lots of homs. And it was in one of those um, small, uh, more slightly more provincial towns outside of London. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, but it was, it was, and I was very nervous about it. This guy I'd met said, oh, come on, I'll, I'll come with you. You can come with me and, you know, I'll hold your hand sort of thing. And then on that night, I met this guy who was wearing, I remember distinctly, he was wearing white 501s. <laughs> oh, my God. And, um, uh, we kind of hit mm. it off. And he was my sort of, oh, he had this lovely, um, and I don't want to use the F, the F word, um, but um, well, they, no, that's an awful thing to say. Phallic? No, 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 no. When when uh, a, 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 a straight woman is really into gay men, you know. Fag hag is what you were talking about, which used to be. No, that used to be used, used quite used a lot. The, used to be the phrase, love, didn't it? Mm. They used it in Queer as Folk, which I've just ordered on DVD because I just love Russell T. Davis's writing so much. Yeah. I reordered Queer as Folk because I've got it on VHS. <laughs> Get me? Although I wasn't born when VHS was around. Uh, but yeah, that used to be the word, fag hag. Yeah, and, and she very you know, kindly, now it's... who's uh, one, of, he's one of his best friends, She, the very first time I ever spent overnight with a guy uh, was at her place and she hosted because he was living with his family i was living with mine and she said you can come, oh and, come and use my spare room and you can have some time together uh, so i was really touched by that um, do you know well yes i know you were mm. do you know um russell t davis did a brilliant interview with our dear friend matt kane mm. and it was it's, it's actually it's on youtube attitude heroes and russell t davis goes into the fact that actually queer as folk was all about friend you are you've got your mum there Yes, yeah, she's just going. You're kissing off someone. She's got going. She's going. Yeah. She's going off now. Bye, Mrs. Sex. Bye, Mrs. Two Super Sexton. Martin hasn't fallen in a bonfire this week, has he? No, just no, no, yes, no, no. Um, but he he wrote, and he's absolutely right. Queer as folk, and it's a sin. Are all about the friendships, and the friendships do not get that. No one writes a love song about friendships, no, and it is, yeah. and it is love. And the, what that woman did there, Neil, changed your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she it's part of my yeah. right passage, all of that. Yeah, but that's why things like Queer as Folk were so clever because it's not just about two guy. You know, that opening scene of Stuart. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, my no, God, no, it's a very yeah. brave scene, wasn't it? That's the to, stuff to that you in. That is, yeah. Yeah, but it's all about the friendships and when things go really, really wrong. Yeah. Who do you speak to? You speak to. Your gay friends, your straight friends, it's yeah. all about the friendships and it's so important. It never gets, it just doesn't get highlighted enough. In the gay world, it's, mm. 
It's really important. Well, Russell T. Davis is so good. And he said he was so, he, he was, obviously he was a gay guy when he was younger, but he didn't come out. Mm. And he used to go to like, school discos and school stuff. And he said, that's why I can write um, relationships so brilliantly. It's because I was on the outside watching. He was never the one going to dance with the guys. It was the girls that's dancing with the guys at school. Yeah. And he sort of was the person on the sidelines and he knew about relationships, which is why I can write them. It's interesting you should mention that. I heard him talking on a podcast, uh, this is Russell T, uh, when he was, you know, you know, fairly young, just sort of finding him, sorting himself out, coming up, telling who he was. There was a, I think it was a gay sauna in one of the, maybe Bristol or somewhere like that. I'm not quite yeah. sure exactly where. And he used to walk past it and think, oh, you know, maybe I should, I really should go in and Ooh. go and explore. And, and he didn't have the courage and the guts to do it. And But when yeah. he looks back, he, he, he said in this podcast, if I had done, chances are I would have become HIV positive because it was right when <laughs> that was happening. But his sort of, you know, nervousness and his um, fear of all of that prevented him from going in. Oh, my God. I mean, women just did, we just don't have, I know Margaret, remember our friend Margaret? Oh, mm. God. Oh, yeah from Gaydar. Oh, yeah. God, she's a beautiful woman, isn't she? Mm. <gasps> oh, but she used to go to women's saunas. I've, that was never, a, I never even considered going in that. I'd barely go and see with my swimming costume and it's nothing <laughs> I'd go on to. Well, I don't think you wear your swimming costume uh, when you go to that. Well, I'm certainly not going naked, love. No. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> but it's, that's really interesting, isn't it? Why haven't we interviewed Russell T. Davis yet? Can we get on with that? Because I think yes. he's... Uh, could we write that down on the list, please? Put, put, write that down. Write that down. Yeah, Russell T. So have you written that down? Because I've written it down. Mm. Can you write it down too? Um, uh, I'll write it down. Yes, I'm writing it down. Don't believe you for a second. Now, I'm just thinking, actually, as a as a as a uh, uh, precursor to the next podcast, mm. Extra Bits, which we're now going to record after this one. Oh, what was the second gay club you went to? Oh, that's a good one. Second gay club, hang on, second gay club. All right. Because we know the first one was heaven when you slipped off from uh, going to see Les Mis yeah, and you went to heaven. Yeah, crappy Mis. We escaped from that ball fest. <laughs> we went, bunked off school, we had to go and see some stupid West End play and we saw Les Mis, which really was. It's ridiculous. It's uh, brilliant. It's brilliant. It's crap, crap. And then we went to, um, yeah, we did go to, which we spoke about in this show, to heaven where a whole world of possibilities opened up. Of course it would have done, yeah. Yeah. Well, I could tell you so, now, the second second club, I, gay club I went to yeah, was not that. in Tunbridge Wells. No, it wasn't in Tunbridge Wells because there wasn't any. It was Da Vinci's and Chamois, and that was it. Da Vinci's. Da Vinci's, honestly, love. Da Vinci's. And it had a neon plant in the middle of the floor. It's crap. Well, it was brilliant, yeah, actually. Yeah. I loved it. Best experience of my life. Yes. 